Make America no. <gasps> Hello and welcome to I'm Usually More Professional, a weekly politics podcast from the team here at Sportsbet. Not only are we podcasting, but we are on Sportsbet's YouTube page. My name is Alice Workman. I'm here in Canberra and joining me this week, as per usual, is Sam Dasyari and Joe Hildebrand. Hello, 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 hello over the internet. Um, Guys, I got a really special guest lined up to oh. give a hot See, take. No, no on credibility. What will no credibility. I mean, last week, <laughs> last week, your special guest fell through. You called your mother. Hey, are you saying her mum's not special? I, I, well, I, How dare you say that I about I know her mother. Person. What? Right? I've met Alice's mother. Is this like one of okay, those no, like, Harlem no insults stretch. things? No, no, no. It's not a, no. Not talking jive? Not talking. Um, <laughs> I ain't jive talking here. I met your mother in the cage at um, Stonewall Nightclub um, dancing. This is some fake wow. news. Were yeah. you both on the same side of the cage? Well, no, we were both in the cage <laughs> together. And I think I believe there are some photos some are lurking somewhere in the system. that I, I'm, um, You do not have photos of this, do you? Uh, you know why I have photos of it, right? I'm trying to find them. I couldn't. I sent it to you. I texted you from a... Gay, I can even say gay nightclub. Is that kind yeah. of offense? Yeah. No, from a gay LGBT, nightclub. LGBTI LGBTI IQ plus. Club. plus. And, yeah, uh, let's tell the story from my perspective. I was innocently doing nothing. And then I get a text from Sam Dastiari of a picture of my mother in a cage in a gay nightclub. Wow. Which I later found out was because it was uh, during the postal was, survey that we had to, to have. I was going to say, and I was, it was, we uh, all, like, what was your mum doing? In a gay nightclub. We all know why Sam was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's called it trawling. During a, it was during um, the postal survey that we had to have about um, whether or not people should be allowed to marry the person they love. And um, my mum and my sister went to a, a yes event, which um, I, I was hosting our a yes friend event with. from university was uh, hosting as in drag. I, I, I was hosting a yes event uh, at a gay nightclub. You were hosting your own party. Uh, oh, yes, yes, event. Yeah, that's right. Any, any reason, any excuse. Um, <laughs> I was hosting a don't stop event. <laughs> and, uh, you know, naturally when you have these events, you get into the cage and start taking yeah. photos with Alice's mom. Well, Ooh, it's your only chance. That was a tough time. On a normal night, But I never night, found out whether, like, did she go up and introduce you? Or, like, how did you even meet each other? Oh, I mean, I don't even know. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. Things just happen. You just go with it. Anyway. Anyway, so um, uh, I have a real special guest uh, that's um, not a real. That, that's meant to my mum. I have another special guest okay. that is coming up at the end of the show. So everyone uh, should stick around for that. Cause, so, uh, have I been in the cage with this so person? Had... <laughs> not the cage, but you've definitely been in other places with this person. Yeah, sure. Oh. So I've had a yak with cat, not giving an inch with Hinch. I still haven't had not giving a foot with Katut. But this, <laughs> it's going to rhyme is what I'm saying. Is it going to rhyme? Yeah, it is going to rhyme. Okay. It is going to rhyme. Okay, okay. It is going to rhyme. Okay, so, but uh, obviously we're here to talk about, uh, I don't know, what are we here to talk about? Oh, the election, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, it's 13 days until uh, the US uh, heads to the polls. But um, I, you know how sometimes, speaking of my mum and families, you've got those like annoying relatives and annoying friends that have too many opinions about politics and you just want to get away from them during election season. Yep, like Hunter Biden. Like Hunter? (laughs) I have a solution for you. Check this out. If you uh, have a bit of spare time on your hands next week, you can literally live under a rock and scream to your heart's content about the results because 
they've put up on Hotels.com a man-made cave built 50 feet below ground in New Mexico. Oh, oh wow. That's nice. Yeah, it's being marketed as an escape from, quote, election stress disorder, which is something that was coined by therapist Stephen Sosny, who says that for many people, continual alerts from news sources, blogs, social media and alternative facts feel like missile explosions in a siege without an end. And the shock and anger that follows the election threatens to give way uh, to anxiety and depression and anger. Could we get someone who actually has had a missile fired upon them for a sort of, you know, (laughs) compare and contrast kind of thing? Like, can we get someone from Benghazi or maybe Or or Iran, maybe? Maybe if there was someone from Iran, from a village in Iran that had been bombed. Like one of those orphans in the hospitals with their arms and legs blown off and see if they think that that's uh, just as bad as some poor... This is the problem. This is the problem with therapists, right? You take something funny, which is we've got this cave, and it's if you're upset about this and that, which would be a joke thing. Yeah. Someone in an office might all you know get someone for their birthday. Also, but also a man-made cave. Like if you're gonna make it yourself, build a fucking house. Also, it has Wi-Fi and Netflix. <laughs> it's a build a house with the NBN. I believe it would be called the man cave. <laughs> Just like if it's like stay in a real cave. That's how you feel. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying I've stayed in a real cave. Do you know that the real? Do you know caves? caves you can do? And then there was that oh, really? five or six years I was with ISIS, and then we were kind of all underground. <laughs> so, Osama. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Islamic State. <laughs> oh yeah, because you, you wouldn't want to defame. ISIS. Don't want to defame them. Hey, to... They've already endorsed Trump. No, they. they, they, they no, that was the, the Taliban. Taliban. Sorry, they're very different. Yeah, yeah. That very. is actually like comparing the Taliban to ISIS is actually one of the very few ways. That you can actually defame the Taliban. <laughs> like there's a, there's pretty much only two. It's like, oh, come on, guys, we're not that bad. Is that like calling like you a Nazi on social media, which seems to be the going trend? That's defaming Nazis. <laughs> Some weeks I think there's just too much going on that I can't keep track of it all. So uh, I hear Joe, you've got a bit of time on your hands, maybe. I, I do maybe have a bit of time on my hands uh, these days, Alice. Yeah, thanks for reminding me of that. Yeah, I got. Um, <laughs> Pretty much free after the show. Um, most people out. aren't aware of this, but, but uh, um, when, when we record, Joe got here four hours early yep. just to hang out. <laughs> just wanted to, you know, chat to people, you know, shoot the breeze, you know, catch up a few guys, have a few coffees, see if there's, anyone's got any new podcast ideas. You know, he was walking up the stuff. streets of kind of Everly Redfern just trying but to talk look, to people. Well, we, we, we know that already, this is a community service, because we know that people are being swamped by information and misinformation and disinformation about the election. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be great if someone could just compress all that information and put it in a nice, quick sort of 30 seconds or a little package so you could just hear it and find out, all right, that's what happened this week and that's that. Except the problem is officially nothing actually happened last week. Like the biggest story in the election was a story that everyone pretended just didn't happen. So what happened this week was actually what didn't happen this – does that make sense? Anyway, just play the thing, you'll see. So, here's what happened over the last week in US politics. Absolutely nothing. Miranda Devine definitely did not write a front-page story in the New York Post about Joe Biden meeting his son Hunter's Ukrainian business associate. Biden's secret emails. How do we know it didn't happen? Because when people tried to post the article on Twitter and Facebook, nothing happened. Our communication around our actions on the NY Post article was not great. And blocking URL sharing via tweet or DM with zero context as to why we're blocking, unacceptable. Indeed, according to the New York Times, the author of the article didn't even write the article. The 
New York Post's front-page article about Hunter Biden on Wednesday was written mostly by a staff reporter who refused to put his name on it, two Post employees said. And so, of course, no one in the media asked any questions about the article because the article never existed. Unfortunately, one poor CBS reporter mistakenly thought that the non-existent article did exist and even more mistakenly dared to ask Joe Biden about it. Mr Biden, what is your response to the New York Post story about your son, sir? I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's not a smear campaign. Well, of course Joe Biden had no response. There was nothing to respond to. Fortunately, the reporter's boss at CBS was quick to correct him and remind him there was no story. Well, this is your news director. The right question is, what do you think of the report that Rudy Giuliani used Russian disinformation to try to smear your family 19 days before an election? There. Fixed it for you. Yes, he fixed it. There seem to be a lot of things that are fixed in this election campaign. But just after the CBS news director publicly censured his own news reporter for publicly pursuing a news story, that tweet mysteriously disappeared. I guess that didn't happen either. So there you have it. Absolutely nothing happened last week. Uh, speaking of things that did not happen, or maybe they did, um, uh, what's going on with uh, Rudy Giuliani and Sasha Barakon, a.k.a. Borat? What's this? Did this, you see this show? No, I missed this. What happened? Ha, ha, it's, it's like everywhere at the moment. Really? Okay. I was here waiting for people to okay. talk to. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen, right? Yes. Borat. Yeah. Borat. You know, kind of same kind of shtick he's been doing for a long yep. time. He goes, he dresses up as characters, and he kind of pranks in these different politicians, gets them to do crazy things. Yes, things I they remember. Got, right? He did the... Done that. a lot of them, right? He can't do it anymore. Right? It's hard for him to do it. He's too recognisable. Everyone knows. Everyone yeah. knows. Everyone's yeah. suspicious. Yeah. You know, even the last time when he was a right wing American for that, this is America thing. It's all getting a bit yeah. hard for you him. You got the guy to run backwards around the room with his bum poking out. Saying... So, so what he's actually got now is someone purporting to be his fifteen year old daughter, huh? who is doing uh, kind of interviews and that about uh, different matters as kind of part of his new show thing right. that's being released. And uh, they had an interview with Rudy Giuliani. Which, we should point out she is an actress. She's an actress. She she's an not actress, 15, yeah. in fairness. And she's not really his daughter. Not really his daughter. She's in this interview, the allegation, because they haven't released all of it yet, it'll come out in a week or a couple of days, is that it was incredibly flirtatious. Right. And then he, he, in the kind of, they were doing it in a hotel room, which is not the most uncommon place to do an interview yeah. um, when he's sitting here. But then she got him to go into the bedroom and then he laid down and there is some shots and stills and images which look like he's got his hands down his pants, potentially playing with himself. Whoa. Yeah, but he said that he was tucking his shirt in. But yeah. they had taken the microphones off. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've never lied down on a bed to tuck my shirt in. <laughs> no. Don't with the... Tucking a shirt in is a stand-up episode for and me. Was but then she, again, was then the again, girl hey, still in I the room? I sit when I pee, so you know, who knows? Each their own. Mm. Was the girl yeah, still she in She was still in the room and she was flirting with him. And she was, bowl accounts... I mean, you can argue it's in trap. Was it a honey trap? Was was she like trying to get him yes. to? Yes, right. I think she was trying to make it indicate. Now, here are a couple of questions that no one seems to know yet. And yeah, obviously, it's a marketing thing as they're holding on to it. Uh, to what extent was she, did she actually purport to be a 15-year-old girl? That's a right. big deal. Like, yep. It's bad anyway. There's, it doesn't look good to start with, right? What's Rudy doing going into a room with a reporter with just the two of them in there with the door closed? Right? We, and uh, um, what kind of shirts other... is he wearing? <laughs> so Giuliani has said that he recognised Sasha Baron Cohen and so as soon as he got into the hotel room, he called the cops and called his people. 
and yet still somehow he ended up lying and then down went a bit. in the, and then went in the room with the is this payback for is, is this old stuff that's just come out now that because he's because he has now said that the Hunter Biden laptop and quote unquote Hunter Biden because we don't know if it's his or not or whatever no, but it's his, yeah. the purported one is has also has some potentially Sample. dodgy images of underage exchanges or images of underage yeah I, I, I don't people. think so is this, yeah. is this like payback for that no 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 the timing this, of this is quite opposite right? right so if you're going to be conspiracy before we get to the conspiracy too, the, the other point is if I go and I realise oh this is Borat or this is Sasha Baron Cohen a couple of things firstly why is he by himself none of that makes sense right yeah. and if you go oh this is a prank either you play along and kind yeah. of rip it apart yeah. or you walk out Yeah. you don't lie down in the bed it's mm. just, it's pretty weird. And yet, would you, yeah, go. And yet, not the strangest uh, sex story that's come out of America this week. Yeah, like, I mean, honestly, if you're going to get done pledging the pliant please you saw, spanking <laughs> the monkey, waxing the dolphin. Okay, I get the waxing the dolphin, spanking the monkey. What was the first one you said? Pledging the pliant please you saw. Have you heard of this one, Alice? What, is that not of common? Not. That's not come a common on. expression? No, no, none of my people at Stonewall are using that my expression. My parents have told me a lot of lies. Anyway, <laughs> but how about Tubin? Yes. The, the New Yorker guy who was on a Zoom call. So he's a writer for the New Yorker. Tubin has now become a, you know, like Tubin. I'm just Tubin. <laughs> so that's another, that's another metaphor for you. Now, he, uh, he was on a Zoom call. He was on a Zoom call with other colleagues, I believe from the the New Yorker uh, talking about election stuff or whatever, and they were doing a sim, a stim, like a sim. Oh, simulate. Oh. Right. This, this is how the trouble starts. <laughs> they were simulating their coverage of the debate. I think, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it was it yeah. a, a small debate or was it a mass? <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway. Poll. I think the word you're looking for is poll. Just yeah. The, the, the poll. So, so this was public, right? How many people saw this? But I th- I, enough, enough, and because because there was actually so Vice, I think, was the first outlet to report it, and good on them for maintaining journalistic standards. Um, and it, originally, they thought it was just an inadvertent sort of glimpse of the old fella, the meat and two veg, the the John Thomas, the Henry Winkler, no, okay, the, John Thomas. Okay, my all of my Robinson Crusoe here. Anyway. And then, and then that John actually, Thomas, you, Vice a, actually corrected the story. They had a note at the bottom that said this story has been corrected to reflect the fact <laughs> that he was masturbating. And it's like, well, that is attention to detail, isn't it? That is journalistic integrity at its highest. But anyway, so that's yes, rising to the occasion. So he's actually ad- admitted it, and he's been stood down. Um, he's also the legal affairs commentator on CNN. He's been he's taken leave from that, whatever that means. But but he stood down the term they used. <laughs> Versus stand up, then, um, and and yeah, he is he's he's gone because he thought he's, he thought his his video and his audio was on mute, and obviously the audio it seems to be anyway that he muted himself, muted the audio, and thought well, there's no video there either, and then he's he's had a go, but he's, he's really like to what? This is what I don't understand. This is the million dollar question that no one's asking. Who gets off on a Zoom call? Who gets off on the New Yorker? <laughs> so, and imagine all these staff there thinking, who was on the screen of that? Was it me? Like, is it, you know, is it Bob from Accounts? Like, <laughs> Bob from is, Accounts doesn't get invited to Zoom calls. Who is, or is it just the whole idea of the Zoom thing? 
Like say, hey, I just oh, love it's a talking power strategy. Thing. It's a power thing. Or is thing. it just that naughty thing? Ah, oh, I can thing. see you, but you can't see me. And, then... and you won't believe who's weighed into the Jeffrey Tubin Zoom call. Oh, tell me. No, let's Damn. roll it. Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. I'm just saying. That was oh, O.J. Simpson. Wow. Man, you know when OJ's scoring points off you, your career's just not going well. And he, and he allegedly murdered someone. <laughs> Two people, I believe. Two people. Um, yeah, but, but only uh, one of them was interested but, in media. The other one was okay. Let's quickly uh, talk about what has happened um, uh, today. So a lot has happened today. The FBI have come out and said that uh, Iran and Russia have been interfering in this election that's in 13 days' time, oh. um, sending threatening emails to Democrat voters. Oh, come on. Yep. Oh, all right. So as soon as they get the Hunter Biden laptop, suddenly the Russians are back. Join the dots, people. I don't think the Russians went away. And the Persians are there now, and too. Now they've got the Persians. Athens, 500 uh, B.C. Well, so the they say the Persians or Iranians. What do they say? Iran or Per? Iran. Yeah, no. See, that's what they even got it wrong. They don't, you know, Iranians don't call them. They call them Persians. Yeah, aren't they? They are. Aren't there they? is actually quite a lot of them in LA at the moment. Persians. Persians who are, and there's a whole part of LA they call Tehrangelis, <laughs> and they made oh, a they made a TV show about it called um, Shards of Sunset. Which is the best of all the reality TV shows? There's a bunch of rich versions. It's like Real Housewives, but for it's a it's it's like it's the Real Housewives of hairy men living in LA. Uh, I don't think these people are swinging any elections, by the way. The Kardashians, you know, are from uh, Armenia. Yeah, Mm. and then you've got the 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 Shards of Sunset. Yeah. Oh, that is so. Okay, so this whole thing, this actually really actually, I think it's a big deal. They're saying they've got the voter files. Right. Yeah. What they don't quite say is, well, what does that mean? Like our electoral roll is public. Right. So kind of like whatever. Yeah. Right. Like everyone's got our roll. So they got copies of the roll. What does that mean? What's the significance of that? Is well, how is how is it interfering? Or is it, is it if are they just ringing up? You know, hey, Democrat voter, you better not vote Democrat. <laughs> From the Ayatollah. But I, I don't quite a... get the Iran part in this too. Uh, well, the Iranians don't like Donald Trump because they he hate him. They really started right. a war with them. So no, why not, would they be telling people? Not just that, though. He, no, no, not just that. Him? Is that there is a there is a? I'm, I'm not quite sure if he's formally said this. There's an expectation um, that uh, Biden would go back to Obama's and nuclear re-enter deal. the nuclear deal. Yeah. Um, so why are they trying to stop that from happening? Oh, I, I don't. Pull, I don't. You know what? I'm just. I'm just saying this. This a lot of things don't oh, add up here. You reckon it might be a bunch of giant horseshit? Well, I think this might be some fake news from Alice Workman. <laughs> from the FBI, That's the not, FBI yeah. held yeah, a press conference. Exactly. The FBI exactly. planted the news on Alice Workman. How well that went in 2016. So this um, is all about Area 51. Stats, if you want some stats, there have been 31.1 million early voters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, and that's 22% of the full turnout from 2016. Um, and of the people that are voting early, surprise, surprise, Democrats, 7.5 million, that's 53%, uh, 25% of Republicans and 20% of people who say they're not affiliated. Um, and uh, you know who's come out the hottest and the earliest? Vermont, Texas, and New Jersey. Mm. Well, that makes... Hot spots, hot spot states. Hot spot. But look, 
Going back to where the kind of polling's at at the moment, right? So I think the, I think the more interesting thing from last week to this week is the fact that it just hasn't moved. So last week you were looking at a nine to twelve percent kind of lead, uh, depending on what numbers, what poll yeah, you're going to go yeah. for for, for uh, Biden. What you've got now, and I think this is where the Trump stuff's in real trouble. Uh, if you are to believe the polls, there's a big if. In yep, that. yep, sure. You seven days later, you're still seven to nine to twelve points behind. Right? Yeah. You run out of days. Yeah, I agree. So this I is, agree, I think the big Trump problem at the moment is going to be how many days are left to be able to change the narrative. There, there are still just so many ifs though, and that's the thing. And I, I agree it looks to all and sundry like Biden, Biden is just going to romp it in. But um, there was someone who was by no means a Trump supporter who was pointing out that again, Biden is behind where Hillary Clinton was in some of the key swing states. Yeah. Um, there was a poll that came out just yesterday, I believe, that showed it was tightening by uh, to about 2 or 3%. Yeah. Now, that was just one poll, yeah. and that was very much a rogue result. Um, but and, and it was a poll that I think in the past has favoured Republicans over Democrats. So, again, massive chunk of salt. But there are all these little things. There's things like voter registration, where the, the, regist- the margins are not as big as they were for the uh, the Democrats yeah. okay. as they were in 2016. Okay, to, to agree with you, the, the one that was a Pew Research poll that came out seven days ago now, um, because we missed it just for the last podcast, uh, that showed that 56% of Americans believe that Donald Trump's going to win the election. Yep. That's a really strange outcome, right? Considering there's the actual published polls, right, are so different from the expectation it's a str- It's a strange outcome. <laughs> the, the thing is that it has a different outcome in a voluntary voting system than it would in a compulsory voting system. So remember in 2016, everyone thought that Malcolm Turnbull was just going to piss it in. Everyone thought he was just going to walk over the finish line and that came through in all the polling. And that's no, the, no, it didn't though. That was the thing. I'll tell you a story in a sec. Keep going. Well, so, well certainly, every, every, everyone. Uh, no, no, News Limited, News Corp. <laughs> everyone thought that. Everyone thought. I don't think there was a single person who thought that that Shorten was even in with a chance. I, I'd like to see anyone who yeah put their hand up and say that they called it. And because everyone assumed that Malcolm Turnbull was going to get it. Um, everyone thought, well, I can lodge a bit of a protest, yep, right? And yeah, then you yeah, had the Medi Scare stuff at no, the no, end, no, no, no. Okay. and that so, and that pulled it this back. This is this is where you're wrong. This is where you're wrong. This is where you're wrong. This is like this is the, the I hear what you're saying, right? Yeah. But we had different numbers because I was seeing the polling every day, right? No, I'm talking about the expectation. Though. Yeah, expectation because okay. of what you guys were writing. But <laughs> I'm wearing my Kevin Wright hat, um, my <laughs> Kevin Wright seven shirt. That's why I'm wearing it next week. Royal Commission now. <laughs> no, no, no. But our internal <laughs> poll. You're right though, because this is the bit that kind of freaked us out. We were looking at internal polling every day. Yeah. And our internal polling had an incredible tie. And it was tight every day, and every day kept getting tight. It just stayed tight yeah. the whole, like, last 10 days. And I remember, like, the last day of the campaign, so I was, with, I was with, traveling with Bill, and Bill going, like, we were trying to sit there and work out, well, what are we missing? What do? We, what have we got wrong yeah. here? Yeah. Right? Because everyone else is saying this, and that's, what have we got wrong? And then we realized, oh, they were wrong. Our numbers were actually right. Yeah. It was really close. We had, we had it pretty much really close. They're probably going to just win. But yeah. we had that the whole way through. In 2016. In 2016. Yeah. And yet the published polls, news poll that weren't that off the mark, but the commentary and expectation. I don't know if it's the belief that they people just believe Trump can win because the kind of guy who wins. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, and look, I couldn't, to be honest, I couldn't recite it chapter and verse, but I'm sure I saw polls that showed how many, that there was a far higher majority thought Turnbull was going to win than ended up voting yes. for him. And, and that's great in a democracy where everyone votes and that's fine. Um, but if you've got voluntary voting... There's a suggestion, and this has been written about just this week as well, that 
why does everyone think that Trump's going to win? Well, is it just A, because he won against all expectations last time? And I think that's probably it. Factor. But there's another suspicion that it's these quiet Trump voters, the, so- the so-called shy Trump voters, and maybe they don't even exist, maybe it's just a figment of our imagination, whatever, who actually know that they're out there and they know that that they and people they talk to are saying the same thing. Either, either they're embarrassed yep. to say it among other friends or they're deliberately not answering the phone or not saying they're going to vote for the other guy. They're going to say, oh, no, don't worry, Trump's going to win. And I've got to say, I see this among so many MAGA people. They are just absolutely convinced. I see a few sort of slightly pointy-headed people yeah, thinking, I mean, getting a bit nervous and thinking, holy crap, maybe it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. But there are a lot of people who are just absolutely convinced he's going to win and win bigger. Look, there's a lot of cult of personality there, obviously, with Trump, yep. right? Um, and, and that's something. But again, like, you look at Pennsylvania. I know. He's seven Six and points. a half. Yeah, yeah. 7.5. Yeah, you want to see what Trump said in Pennsylvania this week? I think we've got it. Oh, let's do it. 14 days from now, we are going to win the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and we are going to win four more years in the White House. With your vote, we will continue to cut your taxes cut regulations, support our great police, protect our Second Amendment, defend our borders, keep jobs and wealth in America where it belongs. Thank you. So just to give you a quick fun fact, um, ad spend. So from now until the end of the campaign, so just this tight two weeks, yep. Biden has $432 million to spend because off the back of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, they raised yep. a record $383 million, I think it was, in September alone. Whereas, so Biden's got 432 Trump has just $251 million. I mean, of course, he says it'll spend his own money, mm. but I actually don't believe that he would because maybe he doesn't have any. Um, but it, the interesting thing is uh, that obviously in 2016, Clinton outspent him two to one, yep. $768 million to his 398 But this time around... Where is Trump spending all his money? Digitally, online. They spent a huge amount to figure out how to target, where to target. Obviously, they don't have Cambridge Analytica this time, or maybe they do. <laughs> maybe they but, uh, I mean, if, the they're spending the their, uh, if they're spending their money online, not making memes of uh, Trump dancing, I don't know what they're doing because he did it again this week, and this time to the YMCA. <laughs> So my question is, is this why Obama has come out this week? He hasn't actually gone to any of the rallies yet. He did that awkward video we talked about about a month ago where he sat down with Biden and talked to... Oh, he sat down with Kamala and talked about... No, he didn't even sit down with her. He He sat there while she Zoomed called him. Yeah. None of these two... He loves ice cream. (laughs) Such a character. He loves ice cream. How can can you believe it? (laughs) (laughs) No one likes ice cream like Joe. (laughs) Except maybe Nancy Pelosi. But that's another story. We're not meant to talk about that. Okay, great. Oh, did I mention he loves sunglasses too? (laughs) He's a character. (laughs) Fuck me dead. Do you want to see what Obama actually said? Yes. I, I, mean, I, I don't actually. I feel like I've seen it already now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Obama. How can Obama follow that? <laughs> I was talking to a, a buddy of mine who's a personal trainer. He says, yeah, you know, I meet folks. Uh, they start off, they're supposed to be on a workout program. And, uh, you know, after about a month, they say, you know what? This, this isn't helping me. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking like The Rock. 
<laughs> so, I, so I'm just going to quit working out. <laughs> well, like, and he tells him, he says, listen, you're never going to look like the rocks. <laughs> but you can be healthier than you are right now. Right, right. right. And you'll live longer and have a better quality of life and set a better example for your kids if, if you work out and eat better. Yeah. Right? Well, voting is a little bit like that. <laughs> Just by virtue of one single election, things don't become perfect. But you get yourself on a pattern, on a habit. Get it? Barack? The Rock. Yeah, that's why I actually thought he was making mm. a joke about you're not going to look as good as me because he's looking he's looking pretty fly. Um, can I uh, make a few observations there? So his take, whatever happened to hope and change became, yeah, yeah you know, like it's just like, you know, <laughs> it'll be all right. I mean, like, look, don't like, we're not going to do anything. It'll just be like, you know. Why like, don't they just get the Pantene shampoo ads? And it won't happen overnight, but it will happen. I find the um, mask very confronting. Happen? Yeah, it was Rachel Hunter who did it. Do you, oh, right. do you find so the mask confronting during election campaigns? I, can I say, it just pisses me off. Like, firstly, surely you're allowed to not wear a mask if you're doing public <laughs> speaking. There's exemptions for broadcast in, yeah, a, in, in, in Victoria, even where it's compulsory. Um, there's exemptions for broadcasting. If it's part of your job, that you have to be able to speak clearly. So why is he wearing a mask there? I just feel like it it's just, of... it's like, and he's the, he's the, he is the best orator of, he's the best political orator, I would say, of the last, what, half century? Since, yeah. since JFK, oh, plus, plus more. Plus more, oh, yeah. And, 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 and he's putting on this fucking mask just to show how right on he is and how he's with the program. He doesn't have to wear a mask. Yeah, that's what Trump it's says. No, there's, no, there's, no one, there's no one in the bloody room with him. We can see. That's what Trump says. There's no one too. within six foot. It's a drive-in rally, actually. So I think everyone's in their cars. Yeah. That's it's, it's, weird. It's yeah, no, it's, it's, he's doing it just to show... Because the, the whole messaging is, if you wear a mask, you're a Democrat. If you don't wear a mask, you're a selfish Republican who wants to kill grandma. And that, and that, is, the, that is the entire mindset of America right now. And so the greatest orator of the 21st century has to wear a fucking mask and speak... So you're saying it's so, virtue signaling. And speak in such... Oh, of course it's virtue signaling. I just hate that phrase. But yes, it is. And, 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 he's, and, he, <laughs> and, and all he of these Joe hates, virtue signaling and the, and the title, virtue signaling. That's right. Uh, <laughs> it's very hard to hate something they refuse to name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, is, it is the hate that dare not speak its name. But, but so, so the, the greatest orator of the 21st century is, has to wear this bloody stupid mask just to virtue signal to his own base to the point where he ends up ruining his own speech, ruining his own joke, so that instead of saying The Rock, people think he's saying Barack. Like, mm, Okay, so if we don't think Obama's going to win any we? votes, uh, you know who else has come out for Biden this week? Who? Mel Brooks. Yeah. And um, Shark. Shaq? Shark. Shaq? Definitely Shaq. 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 Shaq is headlining a rally for Biden on Friday. Oh. Pretty exciting. Um, Who's Trump got? But uh, a really big name in the R and B community came up uh, this week. He we said he had not. Running. Uh, <laughs> he said that he hadn't been paying attention at all until he heard about uh, Biden's tax plan, and he is so against it because he is so rich from all of the inter club hits. It's fifty cent. <laughs> Fitty, please can we say oh, it correctly? Yeah. Like, Come on, so, Alice. oh sorry, Fitty. Fitty. Kamala. <laughs> Do you want to hear the quote? Quote, I don't care Trump doesn't like black people. 62% tax. Are you out of your fucking mind? Wow. Quote. wow. Who said that? 50, 50 cent. Okay, go 50 Shackle, cent. Look, Shackle, Whereas Alice likes to call him a half dollar. 
50 Cent, 50 Cent, Kanye, whoever, they they got to where they are by hustle. They got there with the skin of their teeth. They got there by doing it funny they wrote a song about it. And they would think that, that's right. And they think, well, I got, I got to where I am despite the white man, despite the machine, despite the system, whatever. And now the system's telling me that they want to get a cut of the money I made myself with my own stuff. Screw that. And I wonder if I that is something... I've off capitalism. I know, and I wonder, I. Yeah, that's right. And so they're not... They don't buy identity politics. They, they think, no, this I just want my goddamn money. This is the most incredible generalisation. There is so many jumps, leaves and jumps of I'm saying, I'm saying for those two people in particular, sure they, are both, they are both self-identified, out and proud Trump supporters and they are rich as Croesus, okay? Well, no, no. But, um, for a long period of time, um, 50 Cent was bankrupt. According to Wikipedia, his first album was called Get Rich or Die Trying. According to Wikipedia, according to my CD collection. Does that sound like socialism to you? Hmm? Sure. I'm just looking up. Yeah, no, let the next bit out. But this whole attempt. No, 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 no. Let the next bit out through the democratisation of the means of production. But the whole attempt. No, I'm speaking against that. So the whole attempt to say, well, because you're black, you have to be anti-Trump or you have to be oppressed because everything's racist. They just say, no, fuck you. I made my money and I want to keep it. The numbers show you a couple of things you're right. Okay, uh, so the support for everyone's a little bit surprised by this. The support amongst um, uh, black Americans is lower at yes. the moment for Biden than it was for Clinton. That's exactly and right. Now there's a couple of cons- and so, and then everyone again makes the mistake of comparing it to Obama, which is obviously the first That's right, president. Of yep. and that's right. Ignore all that. Yep. What they're not sure about though, and because I've seen a couple of pollsters trying trying to crack this bit down. Why is that the case? I just told you. No, no, no. Is it because of what you said? Is it because the afterglow of Obama still being there? Right? No, don't fear. There was a whole. Uh, the, it was in 2016. Trump was running a lot harder against Obama, and Obama was still the darling of the community and all yeah. that kind of thing. Right? There's not. There's lots of different things to play here. But on that, part of the problem they've got with all this polling is that when you, as you said, when you're talking about turnout and turnout being the focus of the campaign. So this situation now with 13 days to go, no one cares about anything but turnout. Turnout is yep. the only thing that matters. No one's winning any votes. No one's choosing anyone. Like, Alice, what you're talking about, all the money they're doing on targeting, I'm sure it's just to make sure their people vote now, right? Sure, you can throw mm. a little bit to some undecideds here yep, and there. Yep. But who doesn't have an opinion on Trump, um, Donald Trump at the moment in the world, right? Love him or hate him, you have your opinion pretty much formed. If you can act on it, it's a different matter. In the state-by-state polling, the demographic turnouts... Right, start getting really wobbly. Yep. And you start having problems with all of our polling, and the same thing that happens is this. So let's say I'm doing a poll of 1,000 people uh, in Ohio. Uh, in a poll of 1,000 people, I'm, I'm, that's 9%, 10% of the population of Ohio will be black. Yep. So I need 9% of the poll to be that. But I can't get 9%. Okay. I get 2% of people yeah. who are participating. I then blow that up yep. and, and then weight you've got to, you've got to it wait to 9%. Yep. Sure. Right? And these things get wacky. And on top of that... Uh, community demographic turnouts, Hispanic, black, Asian, whatever you want to break it down to, vary so much from state to state in terms of what the turnout yeah. is. It's a really bizarrely complicated model. Your point, which is to what extent is, you know, is that, look, the bit I'm surprised actually, to be honest, isn't the black thing, is that the Hispanic votes kind of held up for Trump. After yeah, a thousand all the percent. Because that's, that's not the, the same either. Thing. Because you've got a whole bunch of, frankly, right wing Cubans living in Florida who have fled Castro. Again, they hate socialism. They hate anything that smells of socialism, even though, of course, we know that Biden's not a socialist. But, and, and again, I just take the polls out of it. If you just look at, remember Donald Trump infamously said, what have you got to lose? 
And he said, you've had your black president. You've tried the thing. He's black, you're black, he's going to help you. And they just weren't feeling it. He was saying, that, okay, the, the jobs just aren't there. And this is the whole thing, that Donald Trump's whole mandate, for better or worse, was to save working class jobs, save jobs at the lower end. And, and he said, look, you've got nothing to lose. He's, before the pandemic came along, Jobs have continued to grow. They've, you know, the trajectory did start under Obama, but it, they continued to get higher and higher. The economy was doing really well. In the meantime, the Democratic strategy was to say, Trump is a racist, Trump is a racist, Trump is a racist, he's a racist, he's a Nazi, likes racist and Nazis, he's a racist. You're black, therefore you have to hate Trump because he's a racist. And it is obvious, at the very least, that that has not worked at all. And if anything, that has got, got a whole bunch of people going, you know what, no, I'm no, actually no. doing no, better. No, I'm not no, doing... no, no. But it has. It's gone back. The, no, no, the black no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's higher than it was for you. Sure, no, but you're making these huge assumptions in what you just said there, right? No, but we don't have anything. Like you said, no, the no, poll, no, no, you can't no, trust he, the polling. So what other reasons No, no, no. What I'm saying is, right, the whole it doesn't work, it doesn't work as you perhaps it's not been as effective as they thought it was going to be. They haven't worked, but you're still talking about 80%, right? 80, 80 above percent. That's right, but, it's, but it needs to be 90. So the number, the number has gone backwards. It doesn't as necessarily the, as the, What matters what, 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 what Whatever it is, the, the number moment, has right? definitely gone backwards. You'd what, have to admit that. Yeah, no, no, no. That's four what years says, of this ho- Four years of this horrendous racist being in power and the black vote for the Democrats has gone down. And the black vote for Trump has gone up. But now, then, that is a pretty weird thing to have to. But sure, but then I can also argue. Then why is it that the white working class vote is doing better for Biden at the moment? There's all these other things. You know, mm. it all kind of ways. Now on that though, Pennsylvania. Yep. Everything is still Pennsylvania. Yep. I think it's only everyone does their numbers, and I know you know there's a Pat Robertson, a few others. Have, people have tried to create these kind of models that say that uh, the Republicans can win without yep. Pennsylvania. They That's just they can't. can't. No. This whole thing about suburban women. Yeah, uh, all this talk of suburban women. Uh, uh, you know, Trump himself in a rally was saying, "I want suburban did, women yeah. to love me." Blah blah. blah which, uh, by the way, he claims that this sixty minutes interview uh, that they were kind of that's the reason he walked out yeah. uh, was this reference to that. But well, I guess we're all going to see because um, he said that was a joke. Saying yeah, which, yeah, it yeah, actually yeah. probably was a joke. Hey, yeah. suburban women, yeah. why don't you love yeah. me anymore? Why don't yeah. you love me? Blah, yeah. blah blah blah. It was it was clearly in jest. Yeah. Um, uh, that. Uh, I still think there's a lot further to pay on this high court matter, mm. uh, Supreme Court, oh. um, where all of this stuff, the roadway stuff, all this is all about yep. Catholics in yep. uh, Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, Biden, uh, by the way, when we just saw Obama, he was in Pennsylvania. Yep. I believe uh, there was a period of time like in the, when, where both Trump and Obama were within kilometers of each other in mm. uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, and Biden's obviously back there, I think, tomorrow. Uh, but they're just going back and forth now, kind of that point of the campaign. It's all, it's really kind of going to be an interesting little play uh, to see how much time, how much money. And uh, what I'm really fascinated by is as uh, so you talk about how much money's in that place and how much money's left to spend, in a place like Pennsylvania, surely you reach saturation with your spending. Surely you get to a point where Another the thing, dollar just doesn't matter. If they're really seven and a half points up in Pennsylvania and have been consistently so, and frankly, the Republicans need to win at all costs. There are ways the Democrats can still get up without it. Mm. Why are they throwing everything but the kitchen sink at it? Why is Obama there? Why is Biden oh, there? Oh, because they, they don't trust. Constantly? Well, let's be honest. Clearly, they don't trust. that's right. So it's it's obviously tighter. Or, well, no, no, or no, 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 no. People just feel they like just they just don't, don't know. They just, they just they don't trust their own polling. They don't want to make the mistake they did last time. Yep. And by the way, why wouldn't you throw the kitchen sink if that's sure, the one way to block your guy? Yep. Right? Cool. Um, mm. You would throw everything at it. Yep. And the other thing that's happening this week, of course, is the debate. Uh, 
Or will it happen? I don't know. Uh, rather than us give any commentary on it because it hasn't happened yet, how about we let Donald Trump uh, give us his opinions about the new mute function? Well, I think the mute is very unfair. And I think it's very bad that they're not talking about foreign affairs. They're supposed to be talking about foreign affairs. And I think that the anchor is a, a very uh, biased person. Her parents are very biased. But that's my life. In the meantime, that's the White House standing behind me, right? And now it's time for my favourite segment of the podcast, Who Said It? This should have a better title. I need to look at some more dance moves. Are you striving? Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Now, before we start, we have to clear up some business. Last week, there was some cheating that happened yes. uh, that I was not on board with. I was on board and, with it. Um, Disgusting. Uh, <laughs> this week, I've had to make things a little tricky because... Whatever uh, it takes. I don't want any of that corruption happening. This isn't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ICAC. And this yeah. is not going to happen. Okay, so, so this week... getting all these answers from Daryl McGuire. Who I've been in a relationship with for years. <laughs> okay, so this week it is Donald Trump or David Brent from the UK office. Oh, oh nice. Nice. Now I take it you've both seen the UK office, oh, yes. otherwise oh, this yes. might be tricky. Free love, freeway. Free love on the free love freeway. Free exactly. Love okay. On the free love freeway. So let's start this week with the cheater Sam. Sam, quote number one. Quote: A good idea is a good idea forever. David Brent. Correct. Ooh. Okay. Over to you, Joe. I, was, quote, I wouldn't. Know. I was just. Yeah. Go. Okay. Nothing's forever. In life, in life, you have to rely on the past, and that's called history. <laughs> it's got to be David Brent. That is Donald Trump. Woo, yeah. One nil to Sam. Sam, back to you. Quote, what you're singing and what you're reading is not what's happening. Definitely Trump. Yes, correct. Two nil to Sam. And you always say I'm so mean to you. Okay, here we go, Joe. Quote, who says famine has to be depressing? David Brent. Correct. Okay, back to Sam. Shithole, that's quote. When you see the other side chopping off heads, waterboarding doesn't seem very severe. Trump. Correct. All right. Back to Joe. Quote, a sergeant major spends his time training his men to be killers. He doesn't polish his own boots. He probably doesn't polish his own boots, but, you know. Uh, That's David Brent. Yes, about because the rest of the quote is, "Why do I have to do my filing?" <laughs> <laughs> but can I say, okay. Alice, that was it was the way you said it. It was that you really just oh, you really it. made it. no no no. It was good. You made it. Some people just phone it in, whereas you, you know, I felt the backstory. I felt the motivation. It was thank you. It was beautiful. All right, Sam, we're up three two. Quote: I probably will do it. Maybe definitely. Trump. Yes, correct. Okay. Joe, back to you. Quote, I have tremendous respect for women. Donald Trump. Correct. Sam, quote, if you want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. Do you know what philosopher said that? Dolly Parton. And people say she's just a pair of tits. (laughs) David Brent. (laughs) Correct. Okay, back to you, Joe. Quote, there should be no ego when you're pulling together to do something good. Uh, Trump. 
No! Oh, I'm Back to you, together. Sam. That was David yeah, Brent. Yeah, oh, sorry. Okay, here we go, Sam. Quote, I'm an educator. I'm a motivator of people. I excite their imaginations. It's like bloody dead poet society sometimes out there. David Brent. Yeah. It's just saying dead poet society. Oh, my God. Sam's up 6-3. Here oh, we go. Back to you, Joe. Quote, Oh, well, I try so hard to be his friend, and maybe one day that will happen. Trump. Yes, that was Trump about Kim Jong-il. Okay. Ah. Um, back to you, Sam. Quote, I know an alcoholic, and it's not a laughing matter, particularly for his wife. She's got alopecia, so not a happy home life. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Trump, but I think it's definitely Brent. Correct. Okay, back to you, Joe. Quote, I don't think he could have done better if he'd heard what he was playing, in my opinion. Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't think he, <laughs> I don't think he could have done better if he'd heard what he was playing, in my opinion. Do you want a clue? Donald Trump? No, it's David Brenner about Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to you, Sam. Quote. Some people are intimidated when talking to large numbers of people in an entertaining way. Not me. <laughs> David Brent. Yes, correct. Okay. Oh, Sam is up eight to four. So oh, this okay, is Joe, the this winner is the takes proof. all, Joe. Are you ready? Okay. Quote. Get going. Move forward. Aim high. Plan a takeoff. Don't just sit on the runway and hope someone will come along and push the airplane. It simply won't happen. Change your attitude and gain some altitude. Believe me, you'll love it up here. Okay, this is going to be a trick question, isn't it? Because the last one is always, always a trick yeah. question. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say, it sounds exactly like David Brent, obviously, but I'm going to say it is Donald Trump, but not Donald Trump talking as president, but Donald Trump in his number one New York Times best-selling book, The Art of the Deal. Yes, you are correct. Oh! You are correct. They're so in your oh, ear. They're so in your ear. I've never this even read so it. I've never, I've never even read it, but I just, I know the workman mind. I can see the cops turning, <laughs> the cunning little hamster in the wheel thinking. And you know why I picked it? Because when Sam Dastiari went on Insiders talking pictures, he held up a copy <laughs> of Donald Trump's book. Do you still and have started that copy? quoting from it. It's yours. It's not mine. I don't have it. Anyway, oh there we go. This so is I'm sorry, Sam. I have been robbed. I have ever. been robbed. <laughs> when is a poor little Persian boy going to get a chance again? Do you still have that book? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, no, I think I. Yeah, I think I might see my bookshelf somewhere. Yeah. Oh, copies of it. I give it out. Yeah. It's a birthday gift. <laughs> just, just that and Infowars gift. Just steal it from Macville Library. They'll never notice it's gone. They have a library. <laughs> That's all we've got time for for this episode of I'm Usually More Professional. We will be back next Thursday on your favourite podcasting apps and on YouTube. But, guys, before we go, um, I obviously let the team down last week uh, when I failed to get a celebrity on a Logie Winner. You got your mum. Your mum was good. She was nice. Yeah, I mean, she was great. She was really nervous about it. So this week uh, I've got someone special lined up. Uh, it is a natter with Bob Catter. Oh, well done. Well played. <laughs> and I believe that Bob Catter is with us. Bob, it's Alice. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Catter doesn't matter what's going on. It's <laughs> 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 Go, 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 go. 
go. So, Bob, you're up in uh, Queensland on a cold tour because obviously there's an election up there. But we really want to get your thoughts on Donald Trump and what's going to happen in America. What do you think? I've never taken an interest in American elections in my entire life. But I did watch the runoff of the American candidates for the Republican Party. And then they all said the usual things, you know, you lied about this, you lied about that, or you, you know, you're super rich and represent everything we hate, you know, and they're all attacking each other. When it was his turn to talk, I've never seen this bloke before in my life. I don't get to watch television very much. So I've never seen this bloke before in my life. But this bloke said, when there is a hiccup in the world economies, China pulls its currency down. And we give them a lecture. When I become president, we won't give them a lecture. We will teach them a lesson. Oh. And I said, I don't care if this bloke, like, you know, rapes women or, you know, kills people or I'm voting for him. I'm voting for him. I would pray on my bended knees every night to get an Australian leader to say the same thing. Maybe, Bob, we could get a celebrity TV host to come into Australian Parliament and be Prime Minister, and that's how we could we could, we could could drain the swamp here Can in say, Canberra. I'm available. I'm available. <laughs> the, the word celebrity, Joe, the word celebrity. <laughs> well, thanks for having a chat with us, Bob. Thank you. Thanks for having thanks a chat with Cutter. Natter with Cutter. <laughs> very, very great honour to be on your program. God bless all your listeners and oh. viewers. Geez, good, isn't he? The force from the north. What a um, man. Uh, Obviously, we we should say up front that we do not endorse the views of Bob Catter, but... I, don't, I, mean, I think, think Bob Catter is one of those characters I that you don't have to begin by saying, I don't endorse everything he says. I think mm. that's a given. <laughs> yeah. I don't think but Bob Catter endorses everything Bob Catter says. He is in the minority, obviously, someone predicting that Trump will win, except yeah. that this week the um, the Trafalgar group, who are yeah. often called the shy Trumping, yeah. uh, the shy Trump polling group, yeah. are predicting that Trump will win. Um, and uh, what oh. uh, Robert Kahali said is that uh, if it all happens right now, my best guess would be an Electoral College victory in the high to 270s and low 280s. Wow. And he thinks that Trump will lose Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, it, but that'll be enough of him to sneak home. And not so just, not just no. the Trafalgar group are saying it, um, Alice, but also uh, televangelist Pat Robertson is also <laughs> predicting a Trump win. Yes, is, let's you know, make this our final word. Also... Our final word is that Pat Robertson says that God told him Trump will win and then an asteroid will hit the earth. So, you know, got to take some the bad with the good. Some would argue it's the same thing. <laughs> All right, okay, that's all we got time for this week. We will be back next Thursday in all your favourite podcasting apps and on Sportsbet's YouTube page. See you then. Bye. Bye.